to Friendship Bros, where every week you get a Friendship Bros with Rose Callahan and friends, recapping The Bachelor every single episode. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Friendship Bros podcast. I'm your host, Rose Callahan, and tonight. I am joined by my favourite socialist property journalist, Jim Marlowe. Thanks for coming on the show, Jim. Happy to be here, Rose. Thank you so much for introducing me in such a a way that will make my boss really happy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that like at Domain, they really love um, hearing that – you know, so, you know the the sort of people, the sort of journalists who fans say something, say stuff like "eat the rich" on Twitter, and um, you I'm know, sure like kill landlords. Um, <laughs> I definitely haven't yeah. said that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't say that. Not on the main Twitter, no, no, but um, not on the main, I'm sure no. your bosses are keen on that. Mm. But yeah, like you have, um, I've been getting writers and like people that write about The Bachelor, people that are experts in The Bachelor. But for some reason this week, my brain was like, get Jim on. Like I know Jim watches and I just, for some reason, I wanted to know what your take was on this show because I could tell, I could see that you'd been tweeting about it. So yeah, yeah, like how- yeah, I, I banned myself from tweeting about it because I ended up in a pedestrian article, or or I think it might have been a junkie article actually, or a punky, and um, like a bunch of people tell like told me, oh, I saw your tweet in that article, and like it didn't even get that many likes, and it didn't go that far, and so many people talking to me about it, and I was just like, <laughs> so yeah. so were they like, wow, Jim, you got in that article, and like you didn't even deserve to be in there. No, it was a pretty good meme. I thought it was about uh, whether or not it's good for your mental health to date. <laughs> I did girls say at the same that. Time. It was good. I thought uh, it was 20, good. Uh, I do it at the same time as twenty other girls. Sorry, a few wines deep. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Nah, that's that's the right vibe. Yeah, um, so. yeah, it's. Um, I'm feeling like I don't want to get too tinfoil hat lately, but I tweet a lot about The Bachelor, and um, like my tweets aren't going that well lately, mm. and I have some algorithmic theories okay so i've put the bachelor au hashtag in my bio on twitter so you know when you go to the um the hashtag and it comes out with like the people first Mm, like people associated with that hashtag i come up as one of the top three ones (laughs) it's literally like the bachelor tv show osha gunsberg and me and i swear since i because I, I have the hashtag in my bio, and I swear since that happened, I'm not getting put in the top tweets of the hashtag That's anymore. really interesting. I, like, because I wonder if um, Osha ends up in those top uh, tweets. Oh, wow, you're right there. Look at that. <laughs> he does. He does. Oh, you checked the th- Yeah, he ends yeah. up in the top tweets, but he also has, like, heaps of followers. Like, I've got a decent amount of followers, but I don't have, like, 50,000 followers. Yeah, for real. Yeah. We so, all uh, wish we could be Osha, don't we? It's really hard. We do. He's a he's a truly beautiful man. So yeah, we all wish to be like him, but one day I'll host The Bachelor. No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> uh, last week I had Charlie Pickering on and that was like just a bit of a bromance of him talking about how much he loved Osha okay, and so how- we should avoid that. We'll steer away from it, shall we? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean like it was just cute. It was just cute to see you know, love like Gen X man to Gen X man, you know. Yeah. So anyway, 
so the bachelor um so you write about property so (laughs) (laughs) naturally so yeah naturally i'm perfectly placed to talk about the bachelor yeah and you know my uncle who if anyone needs a to buy or sell a property in Port Melbourne. My uncle is a real estate agent, Frank Gordon and Co. Check him out, guys. Yeah, Frank um, actually. Yeah, Frank's pretty good. I spoke to him today. And, like, you know my uncle because you're, you're a property journalist, which yep. is just funny. Um, how many seasons of this dumb show have you watched? Oh, um, look, I don't, I'm not really sure. Maybe oh, it's definitely more than five, I reckon. Um, you know, like I, I'm very um, – uh, what's the word? Uh, apathetic about it, you know. I'll, like I'll come in and come out, and depending on the, the quality of the season, I'll sort of fall on or fall off as it goes. Um, yeah. This one, you're fickle. Yeah, yeah, I am a little bit fickle. This one, I've 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 come off in the in the middle bit. I've sort of like forgotten about it there, but I've come back for the last few episodes, and I've been loving it. Like um, uh, Juliet's meltdown. One of my yeah. favorite Bachelor moments yet, I reckon. So and good. Yeah, I've got good. DMs. I've got DMs. They've got, there's TikTok influencers. There's rappers. There's yeah. the chain smokers. I just <sighs> love that she named the chain smokers. And, the chain smokers. <laughs> no. and did you see the guy? She's like, Harvey Luna is messaging me and he's got like millions of followers. Did you look up who that guy is? No, should I do it right now? Yeah, yeah. So it's I think it's J A V I. L U N A. Oh god, okay. J A V I. Yeah. He's like he's it's a Spanish name or South American. That this guy? Yeah. The like the teenager. He looks he looks like a like lesbian, like well like a gay like twenty 20 year old that does like makeup tutorials or something slash yeah. Justin Bieber or something. Don't um, you think? Yeah, a little bit. It's definitely Justin Bieber vibes. I'm really getting that. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, Juliet, I mean, I was a cougar when I was single, <laughs> but that she's really. Hey man, big dog's got to eat. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's, yeah, she's 34. He's like 22 or something. He's, yeah. he's TikToks are so bad. You're just like, what do young people think is humour? Like they're just – and they've got like millions of likes. Oh, wow. Do you, they're really cheesy and like – old? Um, yeah, I would love to, Jim. Yeah, right, sweet. <laughs> um, he's actually the same age as me. Oh, fuck you. How old are you? <laughs> 25. I was born in 1995. Okay. 1995. Wow. Okay, that wow. makes me feel. Um, I remember 95. It was Woodstock. No. Um, <laughs> I think. I mean, I went to my first big day out in 1997. So damn, that's when my sister was born. <laughs> oh well. Okay. What other? Let's just list your family members that were that oh. were um, born between when you were born. Anyway, all let's right. talk about this episode of The Bachelor. Let's talk about the episode. <laughs> it's huge. Um, Hometowns, like you're very lucky. You got to do the hometowns episode. Yeah, we open on um Izzy doing yoga, right? Um, in the backyard. Haven't really they haven't really pulled out the stops location wise, so it's already not looking good for Izzy, not wouldn't you say? No, I think they uh, she got the budget one, didn't she? Yeah, she really did. Just in her own backyard, so they do yoga, and Lockie reveals that he's got a third nipple which that really what came really? out of yeah did you not how did no, you miss that i was cooking I, dinner 
Oh my god! You had one job was to just watch the episode. I know. I also missed the feminism thing as well. I'm sorry. Oh my! I was hoping oh you could my. recount it. Recount it. Okay. To me. You know, we can. Okay. Well, so yeah, like Lockie's got a third nipple, and I can't believe <laughs> that we didn't find this out until this late in the He's season. How's his kid off so many times? How do we not find that out at some point? Yeah, that's a good point. It's that, but it's like one of those things. It's like oh, uh, it's like it doesn't you- have an areola. You know, it's kind of like a little. Like a nub. A nub thing, yeah. Didn't Krusty the Clown have a third nipple? Oh, yeah, that sounds, yeah, that sounds. What other famous people have had? Call (laughs) call in, guys, uh, 1322. There must be a Wikipedia page. Yeah, there must be. So, yeah, he's got a third nipple. Sick. Is that a personality? No, it's not. Um, No, it's still not. I think um, the, the personality is all in the Bali adventure, isn't it? Yeah, the Bintang Bachelor, somebody called him and I was annoyed that – What I mean, what do you think of Lockie? Oh, um, in, in general? Um, yeah. I Look, I think my opinion of him has changed since he's been on The Bachelor. Like when it started, I was a little bit like, oh, it's this dude with the shit tattoos from um, Survivor. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like on Survivor, he seemed like a bit of a, an airhead. He got totally rolled by David, who was like the most obvious villain I think I've ever seen on Survivor. Uh, you know, didn't have a super high opinion of him, but he seems like he's uh, really growing in his emotional intelligence towards Are you serious? Yeah, no, wow. I, I was actually genuinely impressed um, a few times this episode. Um, but, you know, I mean, he is also dating Foreman at once, so it's probably, probably <laughs> going to be on his guard. <laughs> so, um, Wow, so you actually, that's a lot. Like, I mm. didn't watch The uh, Survivor, so I don't know. He must have been so stupid on that show because I think he's dumb now. So if you think that he's improved, <laughs> I don't understand. Like yeah, where, look, how low was the bar? It just to um, begin with? he just sort of cruised through. So he was he was like cruising through uh, Survivor with like you know just basically on his like natural charisma, and then uh, when it got to the pointy end and like um like the first time he was really on the chopping block, that was just the end of him because he. Like just didn't look up and didn't think that David would do him, and he did. So it's just it's, he's a metaphor for white male privilege or something. I don't know. He just yeah, cruised honestly, through. Yeah. yeah. And like, is he hot or is he tall? You know. Exactly. Like, exactly. He's literally just tall. I don't like. He must smell good or something because <laughs> I don't know. He just. I guess maybe it is that thing. If I was around him, I'd just be like, oh, I just want to climb you. You know. Mm, but speaking of which. Yeah. Are we skipping? Uh, we are skipping one person. I think if we go to um, Irina, but fuck, she wasn't she climbing all over him. Oh, in the um, in the in the um, waterfall situation. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, before she was- they got in the waterfall on him in the waterfall yeah. on him. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Have the kids are in bed. You gotta get you gotta get that um, skin to skin contact as much as you can. It's hometowns, Jim. Oh yeah, you're it, right. We're running out of time, you know. Yeah. But well, so okay, so there's the yoga, blah blah blah. Um, Lockie, like they're just like, oh my god, he's like, I'm not really that flexible. <laughs> yeah, he can't touch he seems, toes, honestly. I yeah, mean- he was like, I haven't touched my toes since I was a kid or something. He's very unfit for an you know, inverted commas, outdoors guy, don't you think? Yeah, agreed. And also, like, you live in Bali. Isn't yoga all white Australian people do in Bali? No, mate, yoga's for chicks. Well, 
I feel like that <sighs> isn't that well because there's like different types of people that go to Bali, right? Like they're oh no, yeah, I guess he's in the other. I keep thinking because he's outdoorsy that he's a bit more spiritual, but he's really not, is he? No, no, I don't think. Um, I, don't, I mean, I haven't seen it really come through here, but I mean, anyone can be. It's not that hard, to be honest. So I think yeah. it would probably be like, yeah, if he was in the other camp because he's got like a strength and honor tattoo, which yeah, is Bravo kind of is. like, yeah, like Dustin Martin. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, sorry, Sydney people, if you're listening, Dustin Martin's an AFL football player who has a bikey dad. Um, yeah. and I love him. Very much so, like that's that, like so that's that kind of Bali, but strengthen on a tattoo mm. um, that you got at two a.m. when you're pissed. Um, you know, king hitting someone, um, maybe trying to find like a brothel with your mates that you're like on a bucks party or something. And then there's the other kind of Bali people that are like they spend a lot of time in like Bondi and Byron and they go there to do like a juice cleanse slash yoga silent meditation retreat or something, you know. And I guess that is maybe it is more chicks, like tan, the sort of chicks that are on The Bachelor. <laughs> and that is uh, that's my rant. That, thank you for coming to my TED Talk about Bali. Uh, yeah, never been, probably will never go. So, oh, really? Um, yeah, the world is uh, suddenly much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I went when I was five, loved it. Really <laughs> recommend. How was the yoga and the juice cleanse? Oh, it was great. No, I got my hair braided and then my head was itchy and I pulled out some of the braids and then I cried because I didn't have braids in my hair anymore. What a, fun time. a simpler time. Yeah, for real. So then Lockie mounts Izzy in the backyard. Yeah. He's not flexible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, like, it's time to meet the two mums, right? Love the and mums. so, yeah, so you did, you did see the mums. Yes, I, I caught, I caught the mums. I love I the mums, very... but I was just sad that they weren't lesbians. I thought, you know, we love a lesbian, and it's just like, <sighs> oh, we love, we absolutely stand, <laughs> Jim. We cannot get enough of lesbians. All right, no. I was so excited yeah, for too. Izzy to just out of nowhere have two lesbian mums. You know, like and speaking of which, maybe they breed greyhounds or something. I don't know, like or rescue dog. Like it was, I was so excited, but then they went nowhere with that, and I'm just like, did they just leave out a very pivotal detail or what's going on? Because you, because you on Twitter were you like, wait, they weren't lesbians, and I'm like, well, I feel like if they live on a commune and they're these like radical feminist ladies or whatever, well, I mean, wouldn't they admit that they were gay? Yeah. I Okay, so we, there was just nothing said about it. They're just She's basically like my second mum, but that's it. Is that all we, is that all we got from that? Yeah, so the, it okay. was explained as um, because they basically, she grew up in, I can't remember what, well, you're the property guy. So what was um, what she said something like a bu- housing something or other. No, and I, he- I only caught the I, li- I <gasps> live in a commune thing. Like I, I when I heard that I was like they really glossed over that. I was like hopefully we're going to hear more about it, but absolutely nothing, which is really disappointing. I mean yeah. maybe they're like a um you know Harry Krishnas or something like that. They tend to um sort of live communally, but well. 
and she sort of was like, oh, because he's like, don't they, didn't you grow up in a commune? And I was like, oh, well done. You remembered one thing about. <laughs> it'd be hard to forget some, that, honestly. At some point he said something like, oh, because we don't know that much about each other's families, do we? Or something like that where he was like, mm, he couldn't remember cool. clearly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think they live on a commune, so I guess that like, I don't know, they're close in a family way. That way, they reminded me a lot of like, I don't know if this goes a long way to explaining me, but like that, like that was my mum, the one that was asking about feminism. That's my uh, mum, yeah. yeah. and the other one is her friend Gay, who lives on a commune uh, called Bodie Farm near Byron Bay, which is one of the longest. Actually, it's like the, I think it's like the longest running commune. In Australia, yeah, and I've stayed there before. It was really nice. What's it like? But it was like they have they have like a little town, kind of. They had like a hall that they made. I think it was made out of like mud bricks. Everything sort of made out of mud brick, and like Gay has like a <laughs> they, pit they toilet. That, yeah, they love a bit of mud brick. Mm. Gay has like a pit toilet sort of thing. Everything's like organic and natural and yada yada and then they had this little like hut down the hill that we stayed in that didn't have electricity but we like lit candles and stuff this is ages ago but it's very cute i mean jim Mm. you're a property journalist (laughs) (laughs) isn't that the way that we should be going these days shouldn't we all be living in communes well, I mean, we basically are already primed for it, aren't we? Given given that we have to like live in share houses until we're in our thirties, so yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, hey, uh, thirty seven years old, pregnant, living in a share house, living the dream right now. Um, God, yeah. Well, but like, what's to stop people from like buying a block of land and building a bunch of houses on it? Why don't uh, council approval? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's um, Small, that's pretty much. So local government—that's what is. Yeah, pro- yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why so many people, like sovereign citizens, hate the council. <laughs> Wait, what is sovereign citizens? You haven't heard of a sovereign citizen? No, is you that know, like a libertarian? Uh, it's like a libertarian, but crazier. Yeah, like okay. they, they, um, uh, all those people who are doing the mask shit, like the anti-mask shit, like that's um the first people that sort of came through and were posting videos on YouTube, uh, on Facebook and that sort of thing were um, all uh, sovereign citizens. Um, one of the things that they tend to do is like say things like, um, I'm a living person and, you know, like are you like employed by a corporation when they talk to cops? It's um, ah. it's all like, you know, like real out there, like um, brain melting shit. It's like really weird. And this is in Australia? Yeah, in Australia. It's all over the world, or at least ah. in the Western world as far as I understand, yeah. I've got to check this out. These guys sound like they've got some good ideas happening. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Wait, so I can't start a commune? What mm. is it? Like- no, you could, you could, but like, um, like the things that they would pull you up on would be like, um, you know, like they they may have limits to how many dwellings you can build on a on a property. They um, there would be uh, limits to like um height, which probably won't be an issue if you're just building a commune because I doubt you're going to get like a developer to build it. Well, um, maybe. I mean, that's when I start to get greedy. After a while, I'm like, now we're making at five story mud brick houses in the commune <laughs> now. Oh look, they've gone up in val. They're ten times what they used to be before. And then everything will change. Yep, and I'll ruin the commune. But yeah, so- by turning it into a property development, I would say that's yeah. kind of the antithesis of what a commune is. You'll be right. 
thinking about it, you'll be like, wow, Rose really, yeah, went from hippie to property yeah. developer in like two months. It was Quite crazy. Quite Grace, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to be a capitalist with money. It's going to be so good. Yeah, it'll okay. happen any day now. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I think that like with uh, a pandemic and a recession and me about to have a baby, I think this is when I'm really going to, this is when I'm going to hit my stride financially. You might win the lotto. Who knows? That's true. I should um, enter first. That's anyway. Um, okay. I'm watching this document. I'm really in an ADD mood tonight. I'm watching a documentary <laughs> about these people that um that ripped off the Monopoly McDonald's game for like 15 years or something, and they like found all the winning tickets and sold them to people like the one million dollar Monopoly things. Wow! And the whole thing was rigged for like 13 years because so of these people. Yeah, these people, one of them was the head of security at the place that did the marketing for it and he would like, I don't, we still haven't figured out in the doco how he got the <laughs> things. Rose is halfway through the doco review. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the fifth episode, the last episode, but they haven't revealed how he got the little game pieces. But, yeah, they got away with it for ages and it was only because someone dobbed them in. The Look, mafia was involved. Honestly, a whole I would, thing. if I like worked for Maccas, I'd probably roll them too. Like, I worked at McDonald's when I was like 16. I didn't, I wasn't that, I feel like I probably needed to be a little bit higher up the food chain <laughs> than um, customer service and wiping down yeah, tables. Yeah, yeah. if I'm head of security for Maccas, I would rob them, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> which I will end never up, if either of us end up, getting the job as head of security at McDonald's in the next couple of years. Just if one of us could remember to delete this podcast, I think that'd be <laughs> I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, sounds like a plan. All right. Should we um, go back to batching? Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks Jim. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. Um, I'm here to help. Uh, I think so we were at, oh actually yeah. the mums and the sperm. Yeah. I'm here for oh, that. Oh yeah. Because well, you know you're here for this. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's so funny. So the mum went from like very judgmental. She was like, what are your values? And he was like, he's just always in a job interview, uh, really. He, he was like, oh, drive, compassion, support, values, passion. for the right reasons. Like he's like, "What? oh, compassion. What's another word that sounds like compassion? Passion. It's all... Yeah, and they yeah. Uh, the five values were a bit a bit milk toast, I reckon. But it's also a shit question, I reckon, because like if someone says to you, "Name five values," like first thing, you know, five values is quite a few. <laughs> yeah, I would struggle to name five values if you ask me right now. To be totally honest, it's also yeah, it is a very like bland, dry question. Like mm. if I was like, Jim, what is the mission statement of being Jim? You know what I mean? It's like, um. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's very tested. Like, yeah, the it's whole very like, corporate or something. Mm, mm. And he failed that. Um, yeah, I think in Rose's uh, eyes or in the mum's eyes. I reckon they loved him. The, no, but before that, this must be the bit that you miss. With the yeah, lady was bit, just yeah. giving him the biggest fucking death stares, and I was like, "This lady is my mum, one thousand percent." Like. My, I remember years ago before I did stand-up comedy or anything, my mum was like, if if you ever went on Big Brother, like, I wouldn't talk to you. And I was like, oh, how did she know? You know, like, that I'd be the kind of person <laughs> that would go. And she's very, like, my mum's very blunt and, like, 
quite judgment judgmental sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, because then, she, you know, she started saying, what are your thoughts on feminism? And he was like, oh, like, and I was like, yes, this is the best. And, I mean, he, he did stop and he was like, oh, look, um, that's a hard one. And then when he then it was like cut to him doing a bit to camera and he's like, I mean, I'm on The Bachelor. And I was like, he actually does have a point. I don't think there. okay, look, I'm I'm not a woman. Yeah. So I'm not going to act like I am the authority. But I feel like if all these women are like consenting and getting into the bachelor, knowing what it's like, you know, like there's no real reason to shame them from mm. like a feminist perspective. But you're then, right. Not a woman. It is very sex positive. <laughs> well, I think it was problematic until they introduced the bachelorette in Australia yeah. as well. And so now it all feels like it's fine because everyone's getting exploited, you know, and I think that that's <laughs> true it's equality. It's kind of worse, honestly. It's the cringest thing I've ever seen, but um, I'm sure we can come back for The Bachelor. I think that The Bachelor <laughs> is worse because there's so much, like, pandering to the dude and the girls are oh, all, like, yeah. perfect and amazing. Yeah, And yeah. then on The Bachelorette it'll be, like, this awesome woman and then a bunch of fucking idiot guys, like – the Sophie Monk yeah, season, I was I was looking at the other week, and I was like, man, there was like two of them that were good looking, and that is that's just not good enough. Yeah, for they had to get the the millionaire developer or the yeah. publican or whatever he was to come in and save the day. Sophie Monk's not gonna like. And I'm like, <laughs> it's Sophie Monk. She's like the queen of Australia. I love Sophie Monk. If she, I don't know. Anyway. Wait, so, so can we go back to the sperm? I want to talk about the sperm. Yeah, yeah. So um, then suddenly they were like, um, "Yeah, can we have your sperm?" I was like, "What? Where did? How did? How did that happen?" Like, because well, he's I tall. Just, that's the thing. Like at the end of the day, they really flip from like, "What do you think about feminism?" You know, a woman's career is just as important. Um, they really flip from that to like. You're so tall. Can we have your sperm, please? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, actually. At the end I, of the day, we're yeah. all horny, Jim. Yeah, and these no, you're right. Jermaine Greer wannabe, like, um, lady feminist, they're just, at the end of the day, he's a tall glass of water and he's hot, you know. They can't, they're not immune to it just because they, like, smoke joints and drink chai every day or whatever you do <laughs> on a commune i don't know so sounds weird honestly like yeah yeah pretty much yeah, that they hang they sit in little rooms with like you know those like tibetan flags mm, I feel very like important for com- communes yeah you get that for like any hippie thing yeah they, i've been to confest you know <laughs> confest rainbow serpent Anyway, so they asked for his sperm. What was your take on the um, requesting his sperm? Well, see, I'm like pro this. I think there's no reason to be weird about like, you know, um, asking, (laughs) (laughs) asking like, you know, like someone that you know for sperm, right? Like I think like it's a, that was a, given the whole like, you know, bachelor thing, it sort of like was a, like a plus one for them and their family. They just seem like a really cool sort of like group of people. And yeah, so anyway. I, why I think it's fine. I just think it's fine because it's like, 
you don't need to be weird about it. And if someone you know is not really, um, you know, if they're gay or if they're, um, you know, they just don't want to, you know, get married to someone to have a child, like I don't think there's any real reason to be weird about it and say, oh, no, I'm not going to give you my sperm. Unless, of course, you feel like a paternalistic, um, uh, what's the word, uh, desire to be involved in your children's lives or control mm-hmm. them in some way, in which mm-hmm. case then um, I would say don't give that person your sperm. But, yeah, I just think it's a, an interesting question. So and you I'm saying- it's problematic to not give someone your sperm if they ask for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's problematic. No, no, it's um, it's just I just think it's an interesting thing that, that it hasn't really um. I don't think it's something that anyone is really prepared for or anything that we really talk about. And I was just sort of interested to see it on The Bachelor because it's something that, um, you know, I've discussed with friends as well. You know, like it's something that people, uh, you know probably aren't prepared for or don't really talk about, but it is something that people need at some point in their lives. I think um, like maybe they're just being realistic. They're like, well, mm. this guy is dumb as dog shit, but like <laughs> physically he's impeccable. Apart from the third nipple, like he's going off in the oh, body. Yeah. Do you think the third nipple is like um, <laughs> hereditary? Is that a thing? I don't know. Surely not. Maybe. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. I've still got one, The third nipple <laughs> Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah, I um, thought that was really interesting. But the the feminism answer, we didn't we didn't finish off with that. So what did what did Lockie say? Did he do a good job, or was no? It, he was just it, like, uh, 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 um, are you serious? Yeah, and then she she was like, you know, and what about like equality and a woman's career is as important as you know um, a man's career, and you've already done all this stuff, and you want to establish this and is his very career focus. And he was like, oh, yeah, like totally, like I want to, yeah, like I want to do that. I want to like work together, like go traveling together no, with the family. And I'm like, Lockie, <laughs> like do you realize like. Feminists famously want to travel with their boyfriends. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's what he thinks equality is, is like going backpacking through Europe with his girlfriend and like a five-month-old baby, like. That's not – he's like, let's go base jumping. We could just bring the baby. Or I don't know if you remember that um, – what was it? Recent episode. I don't know. They're all rolling into one where it was okay. something about him climbing Antarctica. Or, not Antarctica. <laughs> It's been so long. This stupid – No, I, look, I, no I, I missed that, yeah. Well, he's climbed Everest. Um, no, he wants to climbing Antarctica. That's funny. Climbing yeah. Everest. And it was like, would you do that? And she's like, no. And he's like, would you wait for me down the bottom? And she's like, yeah. And I think that's what he pictures, like this woman just like holding their fucking baby, like like Fuck. yawning and looking so pissed off, just like waiting at the bottom of Mount Everest, like hurry the fuck up, Lachlan. Lachlan Gilbert, where the fuck are you? You know? Damn. So that's – he just has yeah. no idea. Yeah, he, he has just, no idea. All the gear, no idea. We love it. He okay. He's like nowhere near having a kid and settling down. Like let's yeah. be honest. I, I was really impressed by the – um by like how much they liked him. I, I assumed his answer was oh really my God. Cool, I didn't realize it was like a basically just, oh, I want to – I want her to – watch me climb a mountain. I think that's kind of fucked. Okay. Cl- no, well, he, they didn't say that, but he was just like, oh, I want us all to go traveling together, which is such, just such an unrealistic thing to say 
about like having a family and settling down with yeah. somebody. Like you're not going to be able to do that unless how hard he is has it to say I like feminism. Like it's not that hard. I'm like a straight yeah. dude. I like I consider myself to be a feminist. It's not that hard. Wow, that's so cool. That's so <laughs> yeah, cool, Jim. Yeah. Wow. I, hope I mean, this. but like feel, you know, like he, he did have like a fuck off where full post on his old MySpace page that. No, called. dude, how did did you not see this? This is like the perfect intersection of my interests. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's great. But I mean, he, like who? Like who amongst us who lived in regional Australia didn't have a fuck off with full sticker when we were? I'm just kidding. I didn't. I'm not. Yeah, I'm like that. That okay? I didn't see that coming, Jim. Um, <laughs> well, he's yeah. Because I was like, why are you being so nice about this guy? I thought that you would hate him. Um, yeah, they found his MySpace. Oof. Like I don't know, a month ago or something. And Fuck. yeah, mine better be better be gone. Jesus, I hope there's nothing. Oh yeah. Better. All those swastikas, you know, it's like it was a different time. Okay, it was ten years ago. We didn't, we didn't know about that Nazis were bad back then. You know, um, yeah. So, I like, I guess somebody with a fuck off where full post on MySpace, not a noted feminist. I also just think that he's probably like a misogynist, but. I mean, I guess I don't. Yeah. Really. Well, uh, he did say um, some things in the media had been made in, uh, into more than they weren't, like, you know, about his past relationships. And uh, Paul Brooke from Survivor, because they were supposedly yeah. dating and she was upset when she found out that he was going to be on The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, so, he was, she was posting stuff mm-hmm. the day that it got announced, being saying, like, this guy's my, you know, like, you know, p- pictures of them together. Apparently, she hoped that they would, you know, kick up. He just sounds like a slut. He sounds yeah. like such a slut. Yeah. And I guess my problem with him is all the dates, all everything, it's all centered around what he wants to do, what he wants. Um, and I don't think he cares about what they want to do with their lives or yeah. anything. Like, I, I can't believe I'm defending Mr. Fuckoff with Fool, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I think. Given the structure of this, it is, um, I mean, it's it's a structure that like, you know, reinforces like patriarchal, stru- like, you know, social structures. Don't get me wrong. But like the structure of the show is, uh, you know, like I'm picking someone. So I can see why he would like center his wants and needs. But I also really think that, um, yeah, like it does make me feel weird too. I like, I have to agree with you there because especially in bits where like, um, you know, they sort of treat him like he's like fucking like the king, you know, yeah. like Osher walks out and he's like, uh, ladies, uh, Lucky will be with you soon. And then, you know, it's like, like he, he, he's on a doctor oh and they're in his waiting room, you know, it's just a little, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like he's a, um, like a conductor of a symphony orchestra or something. <laughs> like, oh, my God, he's incredible. He's truly mesmerizing. Or he's like an artist or, I don't know, yeah. Kanye West or something. You like yeah. Kanye West, don't you? I love Kanye West. I actually, uh, fun fact, I have a huge Kanye West tattoo on me and I wish I didn't because now he is the worst person on the yeah. in the world potentially. Yeah, I've been to see, like I used to, like I was a huge fan. I've been to see him a bunch of times. But what's the what's the um, tattoo? 
Uh, it's album art from um, All Day, which is uh, a song he did in 2015 with Theopolis London and uh, okay. some other dude whose name escapes me. So five but, years ago. All yeah, right. Yeah. He was on the, you know, he'd done some weird stuff by then. I'll, I'll let it be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's okay. move on from my Kanye West tattoo. Yeah. Uh, so you can always be the guest on this podcast because you make me um, c- continue doing what my job is. And that's I have good. lots to say. Um, yeah, and we don't want to. So we've spent too much on this one. Then we're at Irina, right? Yeah. And so the family. Uh, also, us. another little COVID moment. That's fun, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, but first off, there's a sexy waterfall. They're outdoors. Lockie loves the outdoors. He loves um, this is a winner edit if ever I've seen one. We've got Channel Ten's gotten the drone out. Okay, they've got the drone. There's a waterfall. There's um, there's like sort of yeah, climbing on Lockie, making out in a waterfall. At that point, you're like, well, is he just did yoga in her backyard? You know, and. You know, they're putting the budget. <laughs> they're putting the budget into. I wonder if like the cast members notice these sorts of things. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, did Izzy like get told? All right, look, um, <laughs> you can just do yoga. All right, um, don't ask what the other girls are doing. All right, don't ask. Yeah, it's like, do I need to bring like you know bathers or climbing shoes or like I mean, we're not going in a helicopter or anything. They're like, no, 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 fine. Just um, bring some leggings, I guess. Um, well, you don't have to bring anything. We're just coming to your house. They over- <laughs> she overhears the producers like, the producers are like, okay, well, so have we got eight drones for the, okay, cool. And if we scoped out the, which waterfall are we going with? And she's like, hang on. So that's all happening. And then um, Irina, yeah, they're climbing all over each other. They have like a little picnic, so that's very cute. Um, and Irina's like talking about her family, who he's gonna meet. Um, she's talking about Igor and Vesna. Great names. Yeah, pretty fun. Um, the the family seemed like they would be interesting. Igor seemed like a Bond villain. Uh, the brother. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a hard ass. And this started a trend for this episode um and then like you know osha rocks up and he's like the family can't come from melbourne because they got locked down again so was this like i guess i guess it was like two months ago yeah it must have been in um june july it's too real yeah it is a little bit (laughs) (laughs) like i don't want to remember it you know like it's not really anyway um yeah, so and then so she's upset because she can't see them and Lockie's like she'd just been talking about what a hard ass her brother is. He's so protective of her. It's a deal breaker if the brother doesn't like him and that you can tell Lockie would just be like, oh, no, I don't get to meet this ter- terrifying brother. <laughs> what a shame. So they go back to Zoom, which <laughs> we all love. Just <laughs> Perfect for dating, yeah. Um, actually, happened? that's that's what made me drop off was all the the dating at home shit. I just really? couldn't, I couldn't hack it. Like Juliet standing there throwing it like a fit when she like was waiting to get a rose. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm out. But really, but no. Juliet's flawless. Whatever she does, doing a little dances <laughs> and stuff. I liked yeah. that. I thought it was funny. But yeah. I just why I, does every? Just, <sighs> I was just well, why does every phone call have to be Zoom now? You know. Yeah, Why no, does every meeting 
it's like let's just talk on the phone. I'll Zoom you. No, I don't want to look good today. (laughs) So they have a Zoom and um, straight away Igor is like, Oi, get your hands off my sister, which is pretty bold. Yeah, kind of weird. Uh, It was weird. He's like, oh, it's a bit weird that Lockie has his arms around my sister when we haven't met. Like, sorry, you don't own your sister. Yeah, like I'll come back to this for the for Bella's dad, but like yeah. gross. Why do you need to feel like this paternalistic protection over a, like a female family member's sexuality? Super gross. It's my least favorite thing about hometowns every year. I just wish it would stop. Yeah, and it also like at this point, cuz this is like the longest season in terms of like when they started filming to when they ended, like at this point they've known each other for like four months and it's like, stop touching my sister's shoulder, you know. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, God. And Eagle was slut-shaming him as well. Like he was like straight up like, oh, I see you've had a few girlfriends. Like, come on, dude. Well, I guess I did kind of enjoy that a bit that he was getting roasted for that, but maybe that makes me – Hypocrite. Mm. Uh, look, I don't know, man. I just like I, I'm just trying to be sex positive, and I feel like you know, like being yeah. like you've had a lot of girlfriends is just like not like necessarily useful or helpful. Like the the man is allowed to like have sex with whoever we, whoever he yeah. wants, and it's the all- women he has sex with are allowed to choose to have sex with him. It's like you just know, weird. if he's in a polycule, like good for him. You know, <laughs> it's all it's all ethical non-monogamy as yeah. long as like everybody's yeah. open about it which i'm yeah. sure Lockie would be yeah um, really seems like the type yeah judging from strength and honor. yeah strength and honor um and so like he's getting grilled and he says like Lockie says at one point in other relationships i was selfish i want to change that which is funny because everything they do is based around what Lockie wants to do for this whole season. It's like, let's go. It's like, oh, we're going on a romantic date. Yeah, we're fencing. Like we're like climbing up a mountain that you're scared to climb. Oh, God, more about that. Isn't like hasn't it seemed like a like a however however many weeks long this has been, like an eight-week-long advertisement for Lockie's Adventure Company and it's like, yeah. you know, like I can just see like, you know, people from Australia wanting to go, or, you know, women from Australia wanting to go over there and be like scared and like, Lockie, oh, cuddle me. Oh, my God. Like, help oh, help me. me up the mountain, please. Like yeah. oh, it's a bit gross, eh? It is. Protect me. Um, And then meanwhile, Irina has upgraded from I'm in love with you to I'm crazy in love with you. And meanwhile, Lockie says nothing. Oof. But is he not allowed to? Because when he was talking to Bella in the hallway, he was. She was like, "I know you can't say it back." Or I is think that just that's like fucking bullshit? Yeah. I so that's, that's some bullshit. bullshit he made up. He was like, Ugh. I, think, "I think so." It's like, "Oh, babe, you know the rules. Like, I can't." Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. And he says though after that date, he's like, "Oh, he says that he hasn't decided yet." So that's interesting. Mm. Um, then after that, we go to Beck's date, which is just oh, like, God. lol, why Skip. is she still here? Like, yeah, babe, no, go no, home. You're embarrassing yourself. It's I think like- it's like a testament to like how like hot he thinks she is that he's just like, oh yeah, I'll give it a go anyway. Like, you know, the rest of them have had months of time to get to know him. And like, she's still at the stage of like, I know Lockie loves adventure, so I'm going to take him paddleboarding, you know? 
And that's, again, I said this when they first showed her video. It's like this is just one audition for Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, look mm. at me. I'm sexy paddle boarding again. That's, yeah. that's the one activity they get to do in Fiji. They just paddle board and, and they Drink sit by the knows. pool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did. Like I think she is like angling for Bachelor in Paradise. Like, how could you be angling for anything else coming in that late to the show? If she only came in when they were in lockdown. Exactly. Nah, not a chance. Like they're just still they're so early days. They're just like flirting. They're like just in horny paddle boarding territory, you know. Yeah, we've all been there. Who we've, all, we've we've all been there, you know. I know I'm like when I'm in my bikini and I'm rocking it and I'm flirting, I'm so tired. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, written yeah. here, Beck's mom wants to fuck Lockie, which yes. is And she much- also looks like Carol Baskin. Oh, yeah, she does too. Mm. She's got a, she's like her husband's buried under the house or something. <laughs> she was a bit creepy. It'll be, it it'll was, be Lockie. Yeah, Lockie's going to get buried under the house. After yeah, she then, finds out, was that, that her brother as well? No, wasn't it? Was it not her husband? Oh no! Oh, Beck's brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked this guy until yeah. he decided that he liked Lockie. Like when he was like, <laughs> when he was like, "What do you like about Beck?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, like," and he was like, "What's your favorite thing?" And then Lockie goes, "Oh, when I saw the video." It could have been shown with no audio on. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good, was it? And, like, Brad's just like, wait, so you're saying that you would mute the video so you didn't have to hear what my sister was saying just so you could see what she looked like? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Brad, go off, feminist king. But uh... then he, but then again, he also was like, yeah, look, he seems like a great guy. He can hook up. With my sister. But see, he has he has charisma, right? Like it's like you know, people who have charisma, like you forget about their problems because you're like, oh no, they seem nice, you know. He must. Yeah. He must have that vibe when you meet him. Um, and then they say goodbye, and Beck says that she's never been in love before. Um, and Lockie says, "Oh, it really took me out of the moment," which is just him trying to come up with some kind of storyline. Because, like, he's got to get rid of it eventually. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, are we, can we do spoilers for the end of the, like, like, yeah. I mean, it's a shame people watch. I mean, he boots her out, like, no shit. It's obviously going to be cat fight, like, um, you know, like, uh, Rumble in the Jungle. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, she's hot, but she's not making it to the final two. That would be crazy. So then he, well, he says, like, oh, that really pulled me out of the moment. And, like, Oh, she's never been in love before. Is she really ready for this? It's like, are you really ready for this? I I mean, but that is something that you should have asked a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. That's that's one of the first things you do when you're like getting to know somebody that you actually like. You you talk about your previous relationships. Mm, true, true. That's, that's what point. I but, did. But I just don't think they know each other, do they? Like No, they don't. Yeah, that's that's but, part of the issue. I thought it was funny that um, I don't know if you watched the Angie Kent season. Bits and pieces. But it was. I always thought it was a lot of duds in that season. Actually, it was quite. Like- yeah. Oh, totally. It was like the Sophie Monk set. Just so many shit blokes. Like that guy Waza. That like you know where they do the photo shoot where they have to wear dumb costumes and they made him wear like a rooster costume and he 
Oh, got, fuck, that he, was so funny. And he got really mad and he was like, fuck this shit. And then he left. Wait, I've just got a chicken, you know, it's just not on. Yeah. And then he always comments on people's posts, like bachelor people. Um, he always comments like sassy things and his name on Instagram is fucking Wazza. <laughs> fuck, I love it. Oh, but Angie said, Angie was one of those people, she was like, oh, I've never been in love. Which also makes me go like, are you the best person to be the bachelorette? Like. You probably have some stuff you need to figure out maybe before you go on this show. Uh, I just assume that these people who, you know, say these things and are on The Bachelor are like trying to like, you know, just like it's like shock therapy. Like, you know, they're trying to like, you know, just break something in their brains by like submitting themselves to this psychological torture for months, you know, like to to like finally feel something. Yeah, maybe. I don't Mm. know. I would just get so bored of like okay cut all right now can we get you looking sad again all right get okay Lockie look at the rose look look up look down again look sad okay now look at the rose pause and say someone yeah yeah yeah, not if it not for me but you know I'm also not like a tall white dude so hey it's it's changing no I mean (laughs) hey we've got We've got people, we've got family members called Igor and Vesna. I mean, this is, you know what I'm, I, the funny thing yeah, is. That's representation, yeah. The, no, the funny thing is, though, is that, like, this season has been, like, stealth, uh, like, European diversity. So you'll yeah, be like, yeah. oh, white people. And then you, like, read their full name and it's, like, uh, Bex Srivillicus and you're like, oh, Sorry, Spicy yeah. White. Yeah, nice. Yeah, like they're all I don't know what Nasho she is. I think um Oh, it doesn't is, matter really. Isn't Irina she's Macedonian? Oh, okay. Macedonia versus Greek World Cup tomorrow night. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> See, you know oh, like wow, that's actually really funny. Uh like geopolitically, I guess, but like uh, <laughs> that's not yeah. it's not that kind of yeah, show, yeah. is it? <laughs> it's um oh this is gonna Make I don't know I don't know enough about like that you probably do you're smart just a bit yeah um, shall we move on to the Greek yeah then? yes thank you co-host yeah. Dude, you're doing a great job <laughs> I'm doing my best um, um, so yeah Bella a lot going Bella. on there got to say uh, yeah they saved the best for last with this one didn't they the the whole situation there was a bit weird also at the start when he was like Bella is too perfect yeah like, I thought that was just like dude you just think she's really hot man yeah like, I'm like what's wrong with you do you care about like so I think that there's like a whole I want Bella to be my child bride thing going on there like last episode <laughs> you know he kept saying things about like oh she's such a little whatever she's a little this little it's like yeah, like, oh, because she's 25, you know, and he's like 30 or 31. I think that he looks at her as this like cute little thing. Uh, gross. Cute little beautiful girl um, who's probably like quite far off actually having kids and, yeah. you know, like she would do that in eight years or something, which would suit him perfectly, I reckon. Yeah. Um, He's got a lot of uh, uh, what's it adventure, yeah, base jumping adventure to get through before he's ready to have a child. 
He has to climb Antarctica first. And <laughs> that's really hard, okay? Yeah, sounds hard. Yeah, uh, hated the way he said she was too uh, oh, perfect. Okay. I'm glad you hated and- that too because, like, like what the fuck, man? Like, you just watched her turn on a- someone who was apparently her friend. Yeah. Ugh. Like, I don't. Do you read the like um, gossip stuff about this show? No, no. Uh, oh man, <laughs> my interest doesn't go that far. But um, what have you got? Hit me up. Oh, there's so much, and I'm not gonna lie. I've contributed as well. Like I have spilt some tea in my podcasts as well. Like some of the guests. I mean, I did contribute to the ongoing uh, thing of like Bella being an actor because Michael Beveridge who used to manage her in episode two was saying that she went to LA because she wanted to do acting and then that's like gets reported on all the time oh, man. and I had Naranga on and um, yeah he was talking about how like they he was supposed to pick Abby um, for, in Bachelor in Paradise in the first rose ceremony and he said no and so that no. ended up in yeah but at the moment it's like I've talked about the So Dramatic podcast. It's like mm. just they're, they're always dropping all these truth bombs and it's like it's so weird because social media land and um, all the gossip coming out, it's just like a constant stream of it. Like uh, Beck and Bella are living together and they're getting papped like every day at the beach together when they're like not supposed to be getting seen in public at all let alone together though I might say if it turns out that um you know they like Bella didn't end up with Lockie and that they're now lesbians together that will yeah it is by visibility day it would be you know exactly and as a proud bisexual woman um that would be great because, you know, yeah, like they really um, stooped us with the two mums situation. So the least they could do would be for <laughs> Bella and Beck to be lovers and, yeah. Anyway. The next um, Bachelorette will be Bella and Beck looking to add a man to their polycule. Yeah, to the polycule. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Um, a, a secondary partner to their relationship. I don't know what the I was anyway, there's all this gossip. Um what like oh there was like a spoiler that they said they reckon they know who won, but who who knows? But also like don't publish that. Like it's just there's so much interacting, like with all the contestants now on with these reality shows. And this happened with maths last year as well. By the time I mean the season went on for about six months so Mm -hmm. but by the time it was getting towards the end like all the contestants had like ruined everything they had spoiled everything like you knew which couples had broken up before it was on tv and it was um, a bit of a disaster this year wasn't it or last year whatever it was yeah they've been hinting for ages that there's like a big upset um at the last episode but we'll see yeah, um, I do have a prediction. But, oh, okay. Um, uh, I mean, like, I have, I'm not up on the goss, but anyway, we can come to that towards the end, I guess. Um, do we want to do the? Um, oh, okay. We'll we'll, we'll finish this bit, and then we'll you can give me yeah. your prediction. Um, so Bella also said that her family said that the way to a man's heart 
is through his stomach. Um, yeah. Then they did like gross, like cooking, and they did that lady in the tramp thing. Yeah, that, yeah, could have done so- without that, but also like, ah, oh, man, those like those kids, they just want to fuck. Good on them, you know. Like, God bless yeah. them. The other thing that was funny was. Um, Lockie was like, oh, I felt like it was so great, like cooking together. This is like a glimpse into my future. And earlier he'd said that he had been uh, selfish in past relationships, but he wanted to change that. Then in this scene he says, this is a glimpse into my future and then just watches Bella cook while he pretends to cook. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, oh, man, this dude. Hey, like he doesn't. He didn't do anything. He just had an apron on, and she was like doing the cooking. You know. Yeah, did his best. Like I didn't put the two and two together there with the uh, like the not wanting to be selfish and then just yeah. like, not really cooking. I just it just like I was too um, bedazzled by the lady in the tramp kiss, which I think they pulled off quite well, just quietly. Wonder how many takes it, that was though. Oh, you know? yeah. thanks for ruining it. <laughs> like apparently. I was talking about this on the last episode with Charlie Pickering, mm. um, and because apparently the rose ceremonies go for like hours and like eight hours, you know. And I'm like, why would it take so long? And he was just like, because they have to get coverage of like every girl looking sad, and then like I don't understand. And I guess they only have a limited amount of cameras, so God knows how many times they slurped that pasta into their mouths who knows yeah right um yeah that's um completely put me off trying that because i thought they did it once in it like and it was easy so if it's not easy i don't want to yeah don't want to borrow it next tinder date i'm gonna nail this <laughs> that's a hell of a tinder date, isn't it hey um Just- nice to meet you uh we're gonna attempt to do the scene from the lady in the tramp or the bachelor season eight which yeah so as long as you ask for consent first guys then it's totally cool but um you know <laughs> I mean, you need the other person to like suck the. I guess you have to suck it the whole time, oh, don't you? The yeah. little bit of pasta. Um, then we find out Bella's dad is basically a hacker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bella's protective Greek dad is like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in internet security. Okay, um, I work in IT, yeah. so I know about stuff. Which is, I think, it just means like he can use the internet. Mm-hmm. So um, weird vibe with that dude, eh? Strange bloke. Oh, I was like, can all these overprotective men like fuck off? Just let your daughter why, or sister why is there one get every- a root. Honestly, like, why is there one in every family? Do they make someone play it up? If my sister was on the Bachelorette and they were like, "All right, Jim, you're gonna have to go in there and like, you know, talk hard to these blokes," I'd just be like, "I don't give a shit, mate. I don't want to be a part of this." Be like, get that dick, sis. Get yeah. in there. Go for your life. Yeah, like, man. Mean girls. You want some like condoms? Yeah, and hey, hey, you guys. You're like, yeah. So just like, firstly, you're gonna want to get some lube because she likes to start things off <laughs> real slow. <laughs> and um, yeah, she doesn't mind like a finger up. Oh house. my god! <laughs> <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if she, if you actually do have a sister, but I guess you do. But I that do. was just a joke. That's fine. Jim's sister. She's getting married. I um. <laughs> well, maybe you could have a, a word to the. What is she marrying a man? Yeah, she is marrying. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, another disappointment. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I know. And, but by the way, happy bi visibility day, my Thank sister. You. Yep. <laughs> Did you buy? Yep, absolutely. Ah, same. I'm also bi. I'm gonna get married. 
yeah. man as yeah, well. Man. But you're allowed to do I'm, it. <laughs> I'm just gonna celebrate. Yeah, I know. It's like I'm celebrating by visibility day by like not shitting on myself for like being in a relationship with a dude for the first time for the first by <laughs> visibility. It's like yeah, that's the point, Rose. Yeah. You can be with both types. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Bella's dad, Steve, wants a man-to-man. Um, oh, my God. I roll. Annoying. I'm and so then like, he was like, oh, yeah. Um, he was like, what do you know about her to Lockie? And this is really funny because Lockie was like, oh, um, she's driven. She's passionate. He was, you know, when the lesbian mum the Jermaine Greer mum was like, what are your values? And he was yeah, like, yeah. drive, passion. He just started like repeating what he said to the other lady, what his values were. That's oh, what shit. he said. Yeah, I didn't like, Oh, shit, yeah. he did. Yeah, he fucking did, man. Yeah, I see patterns in shit, man. Nothing gets <laughs> past me. It's just like, it's just, I like, I just switch off when like they're, they're doing this shit because it's just like, it doesn't matter. You know, like, sure, like, you know, the whole family needs to get together, but, like, you don't need to, like, okay your daughter banging this, like, tall dude with shit tattoos. It's fine. <laughs> She's an adult. She can make the decision She can herself. make her terrible decisions like, herself. Yeah. <laughs> so they do all that stuff, yada, yada. Then uh, they I can't have- believe I got bamboozled by Lockie as well. I'm, I'm, I've been bamboozled. I was like, I think he's emotionally intelligent. I didn't realize I he was just repeating shit. I can't believe you would think that. Oh, he's God. just repeating stuff. It's the charisma. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the height. It'll get you. Um, then they have that weird intense moment in the hallway that goes for ages. Yeah. Um, yeah, How where she's like. About I love yous. Oh. Well, so then she find, she saved hers till hometowns, which was like strategically more dramatic. But then you're like, I don't know, like Irina's. Is she escalated like she's already at the next level because she's already said it, you know, or is it good to hang on to it? Meanwhile, Izzy was like, I think I've got a crush on Lockie. And I was like, you're gone. <laughs> you're so she was, gone. She was too good for him and so was her family. Oh, so too good for him. But, yeah, um, Bella's like, you can't say I love you. And he's like, I know, babe. And it's like, really? Do you know? Because I think that's bullshit. I'm sure that um, – there's been people that have said that they've loved the girl by this point before. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know that there have been. Um, and basically that happened over and over, which just seemed to be her sort of like trying to manipulate him into giving her something yeah i i like i hate to say that but given her behavior with the whole irena thing and trying to make it out like she was a liar and also trying to like really just like stick the the knife in with her i think it seems a bit manipulative yeah i'm i'm not really a fan of it um, and I also think that if you're on The Bachelor, maybe just save the I love yous until he actually says, like, I, you're the one, <laughs> you know? But there's like, this just- weird trade-off where it's like you have to, like, surrender yourself to this man and show that you're – to and kneel at his feet and show that you're worthy of him by, like, 
giving him all this shit before he says that he likes you, which is a weird part of the show. But I don't know. But, yeah, you are on The Bachelor, but she did seem to be just she kept saying stuff. It was weird. It was weird the way she was saying, like, I know that you can't say anything. And it's like, I really don't think that's a rule, I think. And he was going along with it. He was just mm. like, yeah. Yeah, babe, I know. I think it, like it seems it, to me. It seems like they they both like genuinely feel something, but whether or not what they feel is like this person is my soulmate or like yeah. I just want to fuck. Like I think is the like the the thing. Like they definitely really seem like a, a bit of a spark between them yeah. when they had the kiss underneath the umbrella. Like yeah. that was that was hot. I'd be happy yeah. to have a kiss like that. You know, like that would You're have like, been. Yeah, fun. yeah, I've rewound, I've rewound it, but I've replayed it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just watched that recap like three times or yeah. four times, or you know, ten. Who's counting? But like, but still though, like you know that that that's like it. It honestly seems like there is genuine chemistry between the two of them. But if it's just sexual chemistry, then like. You know, like if you, yeah, it just seems like she wants to win. She wants to yeah. win and like that. It, actually, no, each other, like not just Bella, but like, you know, she wants to win. They want to like have sex with each other. It just yeah. seems like a, a bit of a, like a, you know, that, that can be great and it can turn into a really strong relationship. But at this point, it doesn't necessarily seem like it makes sense on paper, you know. Once it, again, this is very strong reasons and evidence to bring in what they have in America, the honeymoon suite, right? Oh. Yeah, they have like, I think it's at this point where it's like at the end before they pick, they get to fucking spend the night together. They get to root basically. That just seems like it should be in every season of The Bachelor. I know. And apparently they did it in the first season of the Australian one or they were going to, but I didn't watch that season. It was the Tim Robard season and, like, he didn't want to or something like that. Honestly, it all just, they roll into one sort of. <laughs> it's been going forever. Mess. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I always think that, like, I mean, I feel like, you know, especially, like, with Abby, from like last season with Matt Agnew, mm-hmm. like I feel like she would have been so much more happy if she just got to root him and then she'd be like, oh, I feel so, I got that out of my system. Mm-hmm. You know, like the way that people think that men are like, I feel like women are like that too. You'd be like, yeah, that was just, it had been building up for a while and now we did it and, yeah, it was fine and I can move on with my life. Closure. Yeah, but- for real. And, but, like, how are we not at a point where we, like, just acknowledge that sex is an important part of a relationship as well? Like, if you don't have sexual chemistry, like, exactly. you're, you're going to be unhappy or, you know, at least, at the very least, it's going to be some sort of friction in your relationship. And, like, to just not be able to try before you buy just seems exactly. <laughs> You sounded so, uh, but then you were like, you got to try before you buy it. It's like, okay, oh, all right. Um, uh, you got to sample the goods, Queensland. bro. Do you know what I'm, I'm saying? Queensland, you know, you can okay. only expect so much. <laughs> okay, it's all making sense to me now. Um, and then, yeah, he was. He kept going, I know, babe, I know it's so hard. It's like, do you though? No, you don't. You're saying it as though you're in the same position, you're not. And then she whispered, I do love you. And then she said immensely, <laughs> which is pretty funny. They yeah. both really, really hammed it up. Superb acting from Bella. 
Yeah, spectacular. Well done. It reminded me of something that I tweeted um, last year about uh, me pretending to go to an audition and saying that I would do Carlin's monologue from The Bachelorette season five. But same thing, but um, Bella, you know, she can add that to her show reel. I think it's, you know, and there was, you know, like, I don't know, it was all very perfectly acted out. Like she was kissed. He dipped her at one point and then she sort of opened the door and she, I swear, like he leaves and then she sort of did like a, I mean, she didn't like, you know when they put their back up on the wall when the person mm. leaves and then yeah. they like slide down yeah. the door and, and like go. Take a deep breath. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and like she didn't do that but like she sort of did like a little like huh, and then walked back, you know. It was. Is she an was, actor or not? Like what's the go there? Well, that was the the um, goss from that episode was that she had aspirations and she went to LA for a while to try and do acting stuff. Okay, right. So, like, I mean, there's one of these every season. Like, it's just like a, yeah, like, I don't think, I think it's just the type of person attracted to the show. I don't think it necessarily means there's a grand conspiracy every season. No, but it's just annoying when they're like, this person is a um, florist and then it's like, and they have a star now profile. Oh, Star Now's a shit casting website. If anyone <laughs> wants to do some like free advertorial work or some modeling or um, get ripped off by large corporations casting uh, TVCs for under award wages, check out starnow.com. Yep. Has that and happened f- to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, when I get really desperate, I submit briefs for casting briefs and I never get any of them. But oh, I, I have an agent, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> I get on there when I'm really poor and I'm like, maybe there'll be something on here. <laughs> I'll see. It's like the, uh, the like the Tinder of the like the acting world, I guess. Is that a thing? Yeah, kind Is there of. Something in that? Yeah, and um, yeah, and there's a lot of like. Oh, there's also a lot of like, oh, we're looking for new actors or models or whatever, and you're like, this is definitely a scam. It'll be like, oh, just come and get your headshots done for $500 and then we'll put you in our books and not do anything with uh, you. Yeah. Easy. But, yeah, there's they're always all on Star now and then it's like, oh, I'm a personal trainer and then you find their show real. Like that's – it's annoying when they all pretend – yeah, right. To okay. be something else and they all end up being actors or they've done a short film or whatever. Like Carlin last year it was like I'm I work mm-hmm. at F45 yeah. and yeah. I've done a lot of acting. Yeah, I d- yeah, it's a very good point actually. I did forget about that. Um and that was a big deal. But see, that was a big deal in the show as well. They like they played that up as the drama, but again, yeah, again, they did. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Um then the rose ceremony. Yeah, rose ceremony. Like basically, we'd skip that. We all knew it was going to be a, um, the the cat fight. Basically, it was. But it was so like literally from the first episode, I was like, okay, my pick final two was Bella and Irina. I said that from the first fucking episode. It was so obvious. I don't know why they had to make it so obvious. Yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, I can't really think of anyone else that I would have thought was a real contender. Uh, maybe the Penguin Girl. 
yeah. not Penguin Girl. Is that the same as the – see, they're, they're turning to the beige <laughs> mess. <laughs> see. Um, it definitely wasn't going to be a rebar, that's for sure. Um, no, it wasn't going to be a rebar. You know, the, uh, the one with the, the showgirl outfit. Like, oh, yeah, Nicole, I thought she could yeah. – I, yeah, I thought that she was also potential. Did she get but, done in the, um, in the culling? Um, she, well, she, she got kicked out at, at, um, in the zoom era. (laughs) She was just like standing in her basement by herself and she was like, okay. And like, they're not even there. And he would be like, will you accept the rose? Because it wasn't his rose that he was giving to them. It would be like some, like a producer had put up. Yeah. on a chair but then yeah. you don't get one so you don't pick up the rose that's just like yeah that was another there. thing I, I know it's like petty but it just like it didn't feel like the bachelor to me and i was just like can't be fucked sorry you're a purist like, you're like yeah. no nah, i live and die by the branding uh and <laughs> the aesthetic of the warner brothers franchise the bachelor okay but i feel like lockdown might have made it or just um coronavirus might have made it just a little bit shit like I think yeah, this this um these hometowns felt shitter to me. Do they feel shit to you too? Hmm. I feel like I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, I guess so. Boarding, yoga, cooking, and then like a quick dip in a cold waterfall. Yeah, the production has really been super basic. Like we haven't been on a single helicopter. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Famously disallowed during coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's like the big the the propellers they actually push the virus around in the air and it spreads it all around. It's very dangerous. <laughs> no, it would actually be quite good because of the ventilation. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, okay, okay. So, so Irina was we, really happy when she got a rose. I thought I thought that was really cute. Irina, she yeah. yeah, she seemed stoked. Um, really thrilled. I it's like yeah, but yeah, fuck off already. Um, yep. it was sad. Yeah, I mean, Lockie was kind of like, see ya, and then she left. And then when Lockie, then when Izzy didn't get a rose, like, I think Lockie really did like Izzy. I think they would have dated if he if she yeah. wasn't competing for him with like you know heaps of other people. And in the background, you could see Irina when they were hugging, and Irina looked like she had a lot of empathy. For Izzy and I yeah. thought that was nice. She was probably hoping to be um, up against Izzy instead of Bella anyway. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of water under that bridge. Eh? You're like, oh, that would have been a lot easier. And yeah, that was that was the end. So predictably tomorrow, Macedonia versus Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Battling it out. The uh, promo, uh, they keep dropping shit in the promo yeah. that I'm like, Really, no. you're gonna blow your load. You're gonna blow the money shot in the promo. But then I'm like, oh, it does look like it could be explosive, Jim. What do you think? I think Bella is the one he picks because he has a purple ring. She's wearing a purple dress, and there are purple flowers at the the oh. final thing. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. all yeah. right. So- I didn't. That was my that was my prediction, um, and it's only based off those visual cues, which could be put there to throw you off. Who knows? But um, when I saw the purple flowers and the purple ring, I was like, "Oh God, Irina is wearing a leopard print dress." Um, and then, she yeah, really wearing a fucking leopard. I don't, print I don't dress. think it's leopard print, but it's um, it's not 
I, I didn't really like it. <laughs> wow. One mm. wouldn't wear a leopard print dress to the final. Well, yeah, I mean, because that's where they really pull out the stops with the gowns and everything. Yeah. So purple. See, I was picking up some other patterns, but you've also come through with the goods. Thank there. you. He looked, and he was crying. You had me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, he looks um, like he was crying, so I'm excited for yeah. that. I didn't love think, it when dudes cry; it's good fun. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. I've never seen my um, fiance cry before. Wow, it's so weird. Dude, I like- so- <laughs> I, he's like he's English. Like, is that an English thing? English people do? Oh, they don't show their emotions. You know, yeah, step up a lip and all that. His eh? dad was like in the in the. His dad was like a colonel in the British Army. Like, ooh. Like sometimes I like to give him shit about like being posh or whatever. I'm like, oh, daddy, my pony. And he's like, what did you say about my pony? I'm like, what did you? <laughs> Wait, I'm like, you seriously didn't actually have a pony. He's like, yeah, like we only, but like just one. We had to share it. Like, oh, I'm so sorry you had to share your pony. That must have been horrible for you. Um, No, it's just a fun thing. But. Yeah, I love it when men cry. Um, I feel like I did get sold a lie because that stuff was in the promo for the entire season and I thought it looked like we had a guy that fell for people easily, that showed a lot of emotion, was real, and that has not been delivered at all. No, not at all, yeah, just a lot of, (laughs) I love adventure. Oh, yeah. Uh it's like oh, yeah. the adventure of life, etc. <laughs> shit metaphor, like base yeah. jumping, like jumping into this relationship or something. Yeah, not a fan. Um, but a big cry would be nice. Do you think it's because Bella does say no to him or turns him down or what? Yeah, I think something fucked happens. I don't know. I don't know. People are saying that some like uh, honey badger slash Blake Garvey shit is going to happen. I don't know. I just I think Arena's too good for him. Yeah, she she's definitely too good for him. I don't want her heart to get broken. So but then I also don't want her to take him back if Bella turns him down. Yeah. You know, like I think that's um I think that's even worse. So I think there's one theory going around that like Bella says no because he liked Arena as well or something. There's so many joking rumors going around so who knows what actually happens but he looks pretty upset in the footage but then he's probably just at that that's maybe that's just from when he says goodbye to the first one yeah it could be waiting because it does seem like especially with izzy right like the saying goodbye to her did seem really genuine he seemed genuinely upset right and i think that like for these two girls, it's going to be even harder because even though Bella has like shown, you know, been the green eyed monster and has been like a little bit, a little bit like odd, I think, uh, you know, he still seems to really like her probably because she's really hot. And, um, and, uh, you know, I just think it's going to be hard for him to say goodbye to either of those girls. And I think it, I honestly could see him having a bit of a cry about it, but I, you know, I, I, I probably am giving him too much. <laughs> Again, we are giving him too much credit. Um, I am excited. It does look like it will be a good finale and then, you know, this will be finished and then we can start The Bachelorette next week. Fucking kill me. Are you going to watch The Bachelorette? Um, fuck no. 
Really? Yeah, uh, sorry. I'm are just, you not I'm, intrigued by the don't give a shit. T- the two blonde white women that um <laughs> as much as I would love to um watch uh, <laughs> the black guy that they've been promo promoing heavily get kicked out in two weeks. Uh no Yeah, I'm they definitely like led with the black guy. They're like, Okay, look, okay, we have been reading Twitter, we did yes, all right, we'll listen to the feedback a little <laughs> bit, but not like that much. Well, I think it was very, um, you know, very forward thinking of them to put a Reba in the season and also make her the early villain. I thought that was great because then that way she was guaranteed to stay stay around for more than two weeks. Yeah. I mean, it would just be good for there to be enough diversity that you could have a villain that will stick around and someone who could – the next step is like having someone who actually has a chance stay in towards the end, you know? Yeah, but uh, that'll never happen. Or um, a person of colour um, who isn't like uh, basically white passing, cough, cough, Blake Garvey, uh, be the, <laughs> the he object. He is not of white passing. I reckon he is, yeah. No, he's I, it very took, like. It took I me mean, a long time to realise that, that um, he was um, black actually. Really? Because yeah. when I, I, that's not how, like he's obviously like pretty light skinned, but he looked like I thought of him as black. But then, oh no, I, yeah, look at that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very like, I'm very white though, you know. Oh, no, yeah, maybe I'm erasing him a bit, whatever. But, um, <laughs> you're cancelled. Yeah, All right, canceled. everyone, Jim is cancelled. No, um, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because then I go like, or oh, no one, and then I do remember that there was Blake Garvey, but I mean, yeah, they did also was, turn him into a villain as well. Actually, I forgot about that, but they uh, didn't know he was gonna do that, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that he was going to pick one girl and then dump her and then go back to the other one. That's yeah. not the edit, babe. That's the edit yeah. of his life, you yeah, know. the edit of his life. But, yeah, still, um, retract the Blake Garvey comments, but still I feel like he um, didn't do very well for us. <laughs> no, no. I, I, Who would you like to see next year for Bachelor? Naranga. Oh, Naranga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he yeah, deserves it. it. The poor dude got absolutely shafted. And he's a fun guy. Everybody mm-hmm. should listen to the extra bonus podcast I did with Naranga. He's so funny and I think he's a nice guy. Even though I don't um we don't have the same political alignments. Um, but we do both agree that nine eleven probably was an inside job. But Whoa. you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, well you wow. know what? There's some if you look at the blueprints of the buildings, man, like, you know, how is that how would that just collapse? Like anyway, that I'll put that in another. Listen to the Naranga, um, <laughs> and and but and he's been explaining um to Bill Bill Goldsmith. He's like a conspiracy theorist now. Um, he was explaining kindly to him how chemtrails don't exist, and like Naranga's an aircraft engineer, so <laughs> he would know. And Bill didn't believe him. So, yeah, Naranga would be great. Um, yeah, I'm pro Naranga. Um, I think like Brooke they, Lurton would be yeah, awesome. Yeah. She's bi, yes, mm-hmm. a bi bachelorette. She's yeah, indigenous. But are, they, but are they actually going to put, like, women for her to date in there as well? Well, you'd hope so. And yeah. Brooke has said that she'd be keen and, like, and I mean, my first worry is like, oh, what if they all hook up with each other? But then I'm like, oh yeah, that what if they all hook the up with better. each other? Like, yeah. like, I don't know why people think that would be like worse because yeah. it like threatens the like the patriarchal structure of the show, the fabric of the show. 
Well, I mean, the basic premise is like this one person's amazing. They're so amazing that everybody would want to marry them. How often do they know what they're getting before they go into it? Because I just think it's incredible how like, you know, these like all the contestants or characters or cast members, whatever it is that you call them, like all rock up and they're like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, no worries. I'm in love. Yeah, it's so weird. weird. I feel like part of it must be like um, I was going to say Stockholm Syndrome, but Doesn't I read exist. something about from an excerpt from the book that Jess Hill wrote called, I think it's called Look What You Made Me Do, about um, the very problematic origins of the phrase Stockholm Syndrome. But there must be, at number one, it's about picking the right person that has the right amount of charisma, but there must be something about being in that environment that does fool people into thinking that they actually have feelings or they're just putting so much importance on this one person. Yeah, it's like trying to win a competition, isn't it? They're lulled into this thing of like, oh, this person must be amazing. Or maybe they just trust the system that this person is a really great person. I don't know. I think they picked the wrong person with Lockie. You know, I miss Matt Agnew. I even, even, that. I, but he was kind of boring too, you know. He was like, kind of boring, he, he was but boring he was boring in a different way. Yeah, he was nice though. Anyway, so very keen to see what happens. Um, mm. Keen to see what other um, what what's happened to the housing market, and just you know, look <laughs> up Jim Marlow. Um, he writes oh. his own articles. He doesn't just steal things from other people's articles. Um, yeah. So the Jim Marlowe on Twitter and um, is there anything else you want to promote? Uh, not really, but you spell Marlowe, M-A-L-O, just in case you uh, didn't know. I have to answer that every time I oh, really? give my name oh, on the yeah. phone. So I just- um... <laughs> No worries. I totally understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And please like the podcast, subscribe to it. Give me some positive reviews on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jim. Happy to See be you here. later. See you around. Stay tuned.